Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. All it takes is faith and trust. Oh, and something I forgot. Dust. Just a little bit of pixie dust. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sammy. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Shall we begin? It's time to get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, motivational show. Welcome, Pixie Dusters. We're your favorite hosts. I'm Sammy. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast, or as we've been a part of, Pixie Dust Twins meets the world. Yay! Sponsored by Limitless Broadcasting. Go to limitlessbroadcasting.com and check it out after the show. Yes. So the last couple episodes, we, mm-hmm. well, we've talked a lot. We have. <laughs> the first one was way too much, but we've been talking about like a couple of seasons at a time. But this one's a little different, right, Ashley? This is different because <laughs> this season is like this weird pivotal season in Boy Meets World. Mm-hmm. So season five, we are doing all on its own. Yeah. It is all by itself because there is so much oh. kind of happening. Very so many new things that are coming into it and the just dynamic of how they tell the story is changing and you are going to hear how we feel about that as we go through it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) so to start off we have two new characters that are introduced that's the word i'm looking Mm -hmm. for introduced to us this season and the first one is dun 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 sean's half brother and no we're not talking about the weird half brother in the trailer park that we never hear about again right we're talking about a boy or sorry well boy man Boy man named Jack. And Jack is the half-brother of Sean. His dad, they have the same dad, but their moms are different. Jack's mom left him when I'm guessing Chet messed up somewhere. And she went on to greener pastures. 
trying to remember. I feel like they did mention what happened. Yeah, they yeah, were yelling I think it at was, each other. <laughs> yeah, it was just something. Obviously, they didn't get along, which what a shock with Chet. Am I right? Yeah, I know. And Jack, so Jack comes into the picture and it's not a pretty start at all. Because mm. what's happening is Corey is trying to find Eric, a roommate. So Eric doesn't move back into his room because mm. Eric screwed up and didn't turn in the housing forms like he was supposed to. <sighs> Another big shocker there. Because yep. Eric is literally gone to be just like a dumb dumb at this point. Like he went from womanizer and I put that in air quotes to just kind of a dumb dumb and so they they're trying to find somebody and Corey's like what's the luck that someone's just gonna walk down those stairs and say they're looking for a roommate and who walks down the stairs Jack looking mm -hmm. for a roommate yeah. and when they kind of all do everything and Corey's like Sean this is the guy and then they're face to face and you just see Sean's face mm -hmm. just drop and you're like oh no something's not gonna go mm -hmm. and come to find out Sean used to write Jack letters upon letters upon letters but Jack never got them and Sean didn't know that so he thought he never wanted him as a brother but really Jack's mom was throwing him away he's like if I knew you wanted to see me I would have taken a bus and saw yeah. you and it's just this kind of beautiful moment of when they kind of finally reconcile and actually become like brothers yeah mm -hmm. he's like a great addition I love mm -hmm. Jack he's for great. many reasons <laughs> yes you love him because he's a Lawrence brother Ooh, yes he is Oh, goodness. The second character that comes into our storyline is a big turning point for Sean. And Sammy, would you agree that this season really is like, I mean, Sean has been growing and developing, but do you feel like this season is his like pivot where you see, you see him start to really? Yes. I yes. feel like this is the season of Sean for yes. development. Yeah, like I always like Sean from the beginning, but mm -hmm. yeah, I would say this is the season where I'm really like, oh, wow, he's going to be a great adult, even though, mm -hmm. you know, he's still, he's very close to being an adult, but he's still growing yeah. up, but you can just tell the pieces are there and everything he had against him, which he will continue to think, you know, things are against him, whatever, which I get it, but everything that he really had against him is upbringing, his family life, all of that. Mm -hmm. It's here where you can really see how well Mr. Feeney, Corey, Topanga, all of these Turner. people have influenced him. Mr. Turner. Mr. Turner. Where's Mr. Turner at? <clears throat> but anyway. <laughs> but you can just see all of these great influences. And then, of course, mm -hmm. we have Angela come in. And yes. she contributes a lot to that, too. Yes, that whole. So Angela ends up being Sean's first, like, real yeah. girlfriend mm -hmm. real girlfriend and I don't want to talk much about her storyline because I think we're talking about her in some of the episodes but just how they start because I don't think either of us have this episode down nope how they start is Sean looks through her purse mm -hmm. he does not know it's her purse but he has no idea because mm -hmm. it's actually not even her purse Mm -hmm. it ends stuff. up being a different girl's purse but it is all her stuff and they had already dated for two weeks he finds this purse he falls in love with this girl that he doesn't know finds out mm -hmm. it's Angela 
and it freaks them out. And there's this whole thing of trying to yeah. get together and try to be like Corey and Sean or Corey and Topanga, which is ridiculous. Corey and Sean. <laughs> it's, um, well, that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a whole other. Yeah. Yeah. And then they realize they want the concept of like love that Corey and Topanga have, but they need to do it on their own terms. And that's exactly. like within the first couple episodes. So yeah, she comes in and she's, she's a great addition. And one of my favorite episodes has to do with her and Sean's relationship. And we'll talk mm-hmm. about that in a couple minutes. The other thing I forgot to put in the notes that I just like, it dawned on me. Mm-hmm. So season five is one of those seasons where I kind of want to kick the writers mm-hmm. because, okay, season one, you are in seventh grade. Oh yeah. Here no, we go. sixth grade. Mm-hmm sixth grade here we go you know where I'm going with this <laughs> season two is seventh because they're now in like the junior senior high school season three is eighth season four is ninth and then sophomore and junior year disappeared they and all are seniors apparently we're just supposed to pretend at some point between I wouldn't say season one but like uh, no because they established they're in eighth grade okay so I would say between eighth they grade and now all of their but They're between great. eighth grade and now, I think we're supposed to just magically assume at some point that we saw more than one school year. Although I don't know how you're supposed to gather any of that information <laughs> from any no of these seasons. Essentially, yes, we, I guess we're supposed to assume they went through the rest of the development to get to senior year. I just, oh, I hate when people, I hate when TV shows do that and they don't even tell us, like they just want us to assume it. It's like, Okay, as a kid, yeah, I did not realize nope. it at all. It didn't bother me. But as an adult, I'm like, timeline people, timeline. I mean, not to mention, let's add this further. Mm-hmm. Eric, it's somewhat implied that Eric really took what, like a year off before he tried to go back to school thereabouts, right? But essentially, if you're really looking at the age, if we're focusing on Corey and yeah, it's like three to four years that he just didn't go to college. But then at the same time, he's not really, there's no acknowledgement that he's older than anybody he goes to school with. It's bizarre. It's, it's weird. Yeah. It's, it, it helps the Morgan thing because all of a sudden Morgan's older. Yeah, now she, she fits that in what, season three or four. Yeah, she fits in just perfectly but now. It's like... It's like they didn't, so like, just for example, like Harry Potter, because it's a book series, they went by the books. So Mm -hmm. even though like each year in the books, they were the same age, they were, they went the age of the books, the actors kept getting older. I felt like in Boy Meets World, they're like, "Uh uh-oh, our actors are getting older. I don't know if we can keep this going the way we want to go. And they just kind of jumped ahead. Yeah, you guys are seniors now. But oh. nowadays, if you look at any TV show that goes on with high school, mm-hmm. high schoolers are getting played by 20, 25, 22 year olds. Insane. Insane. Yeah. If that I broke much your bubble, if you're this. a teenager, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, I much preferred this because at least they were very close to their actual ages. So this is true. Yeah. This is true. But I just needed to talk about it because it bugs me. And it bothers everybody, I feel like. Well, mm-hmm. I, we're on a podcast for a reason because. Let's talk about it. Very talk about things. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Okay. So we're going to talk about some of our episodes to mention. I'm going to let Sammy go first. Cause I, I like her. I like her list. Especially. Her. Okay. 
So let's just say, like we were saying, a lot goes on in season five and we cannot talk about every episode, but there's so much that ties into everything. So I did not put every episode that has significant things in it because that would have just been ridiculous. So there is an episode fraternity row, which is when Sean first attends a college class. And I think that adds into our growing up of Sean. Yes. I enjoyed just that part of the episode. I think the Eric storyline was just ridiculous, but Sean, when he went to class, just how well he was doing and how he actually started to see, okay, this is why I need to focus now in high school so I can mm-hmm. go to college. I was just like, great. This is awesome. I want to see my Sean be the best that he can be. So I just mm-hmm. want to throw that one out there. They did. I don't think you wrote it down. I just want to make sure. No. Okay. They did do another one of those like throwback episodes where they traveled in time. No guts, no Corey. They went back to the 1940s in this one. I don't remember that one. This was the one there. I think they were at war. Wait, is this the one? Yeah. Yeah. The one, Why didn't I put that one? I love that one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cause this ties into one of my episodes. So let me start there. So the witches of Pembroke. It's right. It's so silly. And granted, this was a long time ago. So I'm sure this made a lot more sense when we were actively watching this on, on Fridays with the lineup, because they had uh-huh. a crossover in this episode that continued into the next one. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the witches of Pembroke, I only like it because first of all, I love Halloween things. And this is a very Halloween-esque episode and it's mm-hmm. silly. And Candace Cameron Burr is in it. What the heck? I just remember when she walked in, I'm just like, wait a second. What? <laughs> <laughs> she was so mean. It was I great. know. Oh, I loved her character. And then just the whole bizarre thing of they're all witches. And then the balcony at Eric and Jack's apartment had like the perfect spot for their weird crystal thing. Oh my goodness. It was just hilarious. So funny. Sean was into it. Sean was like, yeah, I, I know they're witches. I was just going to say, Sean was like, like he's hanging up because they tied him up and he's like, this is great. (laughs) This This is the best party ever. (laughs) Oh, it was so funny. And of course, Eric saves the day just by Mm -hmm. being Being Eric, Eric. but the episode is so silly. And at the end, Sabrina pops up and I'm just like, wait a second, there's another cameo. (laughs) What the heck? (laughs) And I just love that because she is legit Sabrina. So mm-hmm. she, and she turned Sean into a frog. I was just like, this is just some bizarre, like other world nonsense. And I just loved it. So this one mm-hmm. really adds nothing to the actual storyline, but it's hilarious and very fun. Mm-hmm. And it's a Halloween staple in my mind. I will just watch this one. So, okay. So funny thing. I've actually started watching Sabrina on Hulu. I like, started a while ago and I stopped. Day. Yeah. I should have kept it going, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the frog thing kind of, it kind of makes sense to me now because I just finished the episode where if a witch kisses a mortal and there's mm-hmm. sparks, mm-hmm. he turns into a frog. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I wonder if she kissed she Sean probably first. kissed Sean. Yeah, she probably did. <laughs> and he's me. a frog. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't, knowing Sean. Yeah. That would not surprise me. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, the episode that followed this was No Guts, No Corey. And for whatever reason, Salem is walking around. Salem the cat from Sabrina, if you don't know, was walking around in the high school. Corey picks him up and then they end up traveling back in time to the 1940s. 
and that was our another one of those throwback episodes where they travel mm-hmm. in time and that was another just just a fun episode yeah. <laughs> it doesn't hilarious. really add anything to the story but no but Corey's just sitting there he's a he's a tortured French artist and, and he only speaks French even though he's speaking English he's he's really what it is is he speaks with a French accent a horrible <laughs> has, French accent it's terrible and has no idea what actual French is <laughs> see when his new girlfriend speaks it, he doesn't know what's going on so and then Amy sends Eric Eric to it's, find a amnesia Corey it's bizarre in Europe there's so much that happens and then Sean's going to marry Topanga and then everybody ends up in France in like five minutes because they're all yep. still wearing their wedding gear. I'm just like, what is happening right now? Yeah, it's yep. silly. Oh, Corey or uh, Sean and Topanga. It's very weird. No. It's very no. weird. No. Yeah, it's weird. That's flashbacks to when he asked her out. And I'm just like, why? Mm-hmm. Well, there's a purpose, but I yeah. know. But it's weird. I know. There's another weird Corey. No, I'm sorry. Sean and Topanga moment coming up. That we'll talk about next episode. So, uh, yes, yeah, probably. You know. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. So, the episode we talked about with uh, the purse thing that was I Love You, Donna Karen. So, we mentioned that one. That was yeah. on my list to at least bring up. A very Topanga Christmas. So, I generally love any holiday episodes. I like this one only because this is a very real thing. Most of the time, you have to deal with when you're actually grown up and not a teenager. But when you get together with somebody, there are traditions you do and traditions they do. And this was a good example of they kind of let, oh, Corey, kind of let Topanga have her way. Oh, well, this is what we do in my house. This is what, no, you should compromise and find those new traditions to do together. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, in my opinion, Topanga was visiting the Matthews and therefore, really should have just done what the Matthews did because it was not her Christmas. But just as a general, you know, I understand when you're trying to mesh traditions and stuff, because I had the same issue when, when Robbie and I moved in together, I'm just like, Oh, so we gotta, we gotta work this out and come up with a way to compromise, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Topanga, I mean, as we learn about Topanga over the series, and then as she blatantly says in Girl Meets World, she is a control freak. She wants yeah. everything her way yeah. all the time. Yeah. So like, I can't watch, I started watching this episode and I had to skip it because I it's got annoying. to a point where I'm like, I was cringing. I'm like, no, I know. And it's because I'm the total opposite of her. Mm-hmm. I'm very much a, yeah, let's, whatever makes you guys happy. Like I accommodate yeah. people. I would have so done the same thing as a visitor too. Yeah. Well, I would, I do it as just a house guest. That's just mm-hmm. how I've always been. Yeah. So that episode just makes me oh cringe. Yeah, I get it. And I don't know, but then it, it just seeing that and then knowing what's coming and growing through all, it just made me wonder. Cause we, we see a Christmas, but we didn't get to see like as much of the traditions. And I just wonder how they actually like worked it out as adults and what they yeah. do with their kids. I was kind of curious, but we don't really get to see that, but it's okay. You see it a little bit, but it's not, I would have liked to have seen like a bigger thing. Let's be honest. Corey did whatever she wants. That's probably all of the traditions true. are probably Topanga. Yeah, that's, that's probably true. Yeah. So let's see the next one, another, another holiday themed episode. Now this season I totally forgot we technically get like two Halloween episodes we which do. 
I don't understand why, but it's amazing. And thank you. Now, granted, I, there none of them are actually like Halloween. You know, I mean, they're not, they're not even treating, but they're they're scary things. This yeah. oh, and then there was Sean is probably one of my favorite episodes of the entire series. Same, literally, it's Same. so great. Mm-hmm. The premise of why the killer spoiler alert is Sean is interesting because he's upset at Topanga and Corey, but the whole just cheesiness of the entire episode and Angela screaming every five minutes. And then Jennifer Love Hewitt comes out of nowhere. (laughs) You're just like, what? (laughs) this is just, oh, I I just love the silliness. And then at the end, you get a little bit of seriousness when they unmask Sean and he's the, the killer. But yeah, that's one of the ones I can probably do almost all the lines as I'm sitting there because I've mm-hmm. watched it repeatedly over and over and it just cracks yeah. me up no matter how many times I watch it. Yeah. And it's just, it's funny. Like, okay. So if you've, have you've never watched this episode, Corey and Topanga are broken up at this point. They mm-hmm. are not together. I don't mm-hmm. remember. Is this after the ski lodge? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, which you um, have which we'll that. talk about. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. Lodge. Yeah. This is after they broke up because of Mount Sun Lodge. And Sean just knows that they need to be together. I mean, mm-hmm. we know Corey knows they're supposed to be together. But Sean, he he feels responsible for some reason. He mm-hmm. he just has all these these things inside. And, and this very much, I feel like, is an episode of just his inner psyche of, again, just breaking apart his development and letting mm-hmm. us see it but in a fun somewhat scary context because at yeah. first you're like what is happening mm-hmm. like okay so the guy who played Kenny who gets the 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 pencil in the his head, on the set, he uh-huh. is also a cameo but I don't remember like he was really popular then but I don't remember what he's from oh now. I definitely don't remember either. I don't remember but I also think that was I think at that point was South Park avail- was South Park a thing yeah so that was the okay. big when Eric yells it out they kill Kenny. Yeah, that was a. They kill Kenny is the yeah. South Park reference. But he has this big pencil in his head, which makes me sad. And they killed Feeny. They killed Feeny with. But what scissors. a what a way to die! He's just standing there, and they're talking to him, and then he just drops. And I'm like, yes, he did that so <laughs> well. Did. I loved the death, the fall, and everything. Oh, it was. And the whole time, Eric is like, Eric and Sean are like going back, or no, was it Sean? Sean was like this is what happens in the, mm-hmm. in the killer movies. And you got mm-hmm. the screen mask going on and just all the different elements of different things. It was almost actually, now that I think about it, it was almost like another one of those, like, you know how we have the parodies of not another team movie, or we yeah. have like the screen parody movies. Yeah, I exactly. feel like they were taking everything and just making a parody episode. That's basically what they were doing. Yes. Yeah. But laced it with Sean actually looking inside himself to see mm-hmm. what the heck is yeah. wrong. Now, who got killed by books? Was it Angela? No, Jennifer Love no, Hewitt Jennifer. died by books. I'm like, yeah. you know what? If I got to go, I'll die by books. Mm-hmm. You can, you can, if you're going to take me out, just let it be with mm-hmm. my friends. Yeah. Shove the books on top. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's how she did. Was Angela pushed out the window? Yes. Angela yeah. was pushed out the window with yeah. Jack, I believe. Yeah. They were whatever reason. And now granted, if I'm in a scary movie, I'm not, no, I'm not standing by anything tall and murderous and I'm not sitting by a window that I could be shoved well, out of. I think Angela was going to just jump out the window to get out of the school and she Jack tried to yeah. convince her to come back in or it oh, was vice versa. No, it was vice versa. Jack, Jack was going to jump was and gonna, Angela was like, yes. no. And that did and not then work for the, her. 
and then they shove and that's when we figure out who the killer is which yeah. is Sean and you yeah. realize Sean just he's trying to get all the obstacles out so Pori and Topanga can get back together which the fact that Sean is so deeply entrenched in their relationship is kind of unhealthy it's very strange to be honest with you that's one thing I really am not a big Sean fan that like character flaw but but Corey's the same way with Sean's relationships it's it's this weird friendship yes Uh it's this weird friendship thing that they have and I I, it's one of those things where I'm like I'm so glad Sammy and I are not like that like we support each other Mm -hmm. in our in our love endeavors and everything but you don't get crazy about my like me finding love like Corey does Mm -hmm. and I don't get crazy about yeah whatever you know you're going through like it's It's normal much yeah it's a bit much yeah, that's a good episode. Yes. Let's see. Okay. And then if you can't be with the one you love, this mm. is another one. I felt bad because Corey was depressed about Topanga and everyone's just like, doesn't want to be around him basically because he's a big Debbie Downer, but I get it. He's sad. You know, mm-hmm. he, he loves Sean. <laughs> he loves Topanga. He, he does, does love Sean too. <laughs> so he finally shows up at a party that he was not invited to. And he's the life of the party. Why is he the life of the party? Oh, Sean soon discovers he's been drinking because he stole some liquor from his dad's liquor cabinet. The most interesting thing and it's very well pointed out in this episode is it was not Sean. Corey was like, no, Sean, join me, drink with me. Sean didn't steal the alcohol. He didn't start it. And everybody blamed Sean at first, which I get why, but no one was listening as Corey, you know, when they got caught by Alan and Amy, because uh, police picked them up as they were drunkenly walking around. Yeah. They did not believe Corey at first and Corey was trying to tell Sean, but what was interesting too to me was Sean was like, you know what, Corey, you always have my back. It's fine. I'll take it. Just let them think I did it. That just their friendship. I mean, oh my gosh, it's wonderful. But the most interesting thing is not something I really thought about until they were talking about the episode. Obviously Chet has a lot of problems and drinking is one of them. And then I think that's what they brought up. See, we were talking about this. Chet drank too much. And that was part of the reason why Jack's mom left. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Yes. In this episode, Jack says, don't you know? And then they work on helping Sean because he's having trouble stopping and he's just drinking all the time because he's living on his own basically. And well, that's right. Because he has Mm -hmm. a very addictive personality like his dad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was a whole thing. And that was an interesting way to deal with addiction. I was just like, you know, that's a good way to bring it up and show that, mm-hmm. you know, really you should not have been drinking anyway. You're underage, you're in high school. Yeah. I get it. But just the reason why some people struggle more with it than others. Mm-hmm. And this episode is one that is banned from the Disney channel. So they well, do not duh. run it because of the content. We're starting to get into those episodes where they ban them. Of course, I put all of those on my list. So I, of course you do. all of the banned ones. <laughs> Well, Boy Meets World, I mean, we've talked, we've talked about this in previous episodes, Boy Meets World shouldn't be a, it shouldn't be somewhere where you just want lovey-dovey, unrealistic Mm -hmm. TV shows for kids. Like, this is hard, real stuff that honestly, we should be showing not to Disney Channel. Disney Channel, like, 
ages zero to 12. They are definitely aged down. Yeah. But like ABC, when we had ABC family and just different Mm -hmm. things like that, these were great for that because that was where like the teens and the young adults were. And those Mm -hmm. are the ones that really, this show was really supposed to be for. Yeah, I agree. Good lessons in this one. Mm -hmm. Because it's going to happen. Yeah. Let's see. You have promises, promises, promises is prom night. And this one is interesting because what does everybody think they should do on prom night? I, I don't even know if this is a real life thing or a TV show thing, to be really honest with you. I don't remember this being like a big talk around the school at prom night. Do you? Uh, Honestly, I just. No, because I think everyone was already partaking yeah that may be true too it's not something that they it's just such a tv and movie trope I feel like to stay on prom nights when you finally do it well and it also could be I mean it also could be the fact that we were at a really small school that may be true yeah if it was a bigger school maybe that would have been more of a thing like I'm just curious getting a hotel room for after prom night yeah but yeah, this is definitely a TV and a movie thing. Like, yeah, exactly. Think TV about our movie movies trope. during the nineties. Like it yeah. happened almost in every one of them. Oh, this is what happens on prom. Yeah. So of course they go to prom and Corey and Topanga were prom king and queen. Yeah, that that's weird. That's not normal. odd to me and not believable. Honestly, if anyone would be a king, I could see more like Sean, if we're going to pick someone out of the friend group, but even so, they, I don't know, it just seems strange. To me. It should have been Topanga and like one of the jocks. Yeah, I could still see Topanga, but yeah, I didn't buy into the Corey thing. And of course, they do get a hotel room for the night and they borrow Eric's card. Good old big brother Eric, he's supposed to be. Who gave Eric a credit card? He said it was from Alan. It was, I believe, an emergency credit card. And he's like, here, here you go. You can have it ridiculous anyway so of course they they rent the hotel room but guess who's next door (laughs) amy and alan because they just found out they're gonna have a baby and they decide to go out and (laughs) and there's a whole bunch of nonsense where alan and Corey are clearly related and both stupid and have no idea what room they walked out of and they walk into the wrong hotel room and Corey sees amy and Alan sees Topanga. I think the best part though was when Topanga opened the door and saw Alan standing there in his bathroom. That was like the funniest part to me. It was just because you don't get to see Topanga always getting caught doing things super sketchy or wrong. And just the way she opened the door and her face, oh, it just, it has me cracking up. But what's most interesting is they have a whole heart to heart in the hallway, find out about the baby, all that stuff. I, you know, that's a consequence of having sex essentially, which if you don't lesson. take precautions, yes, it's a good lesson because they're living it. And Alan and Amy don't tell them to leave. They just, you know, really, you know, make your own decisions now and Corey and Tanga leave and that's, they don't do anything. They just, now granted, if I was in that, even if I was like, yeah, we're not going to do it. You got the hotel room for the night. Why not live it up? You just eat your snacks, you know, enjoy your TV. Yeah, I just, it still would have been a, a fun night away. 
but yeah, I get why they just, they left and, and went back yeah. to the prom and then probably ultimately went home. So that, so that makes me think of going back to, and then there was Sean, mm-hmm. remember the part in it where oh. they said something about the, the virgin the, thing, the virgin never dies or something like that. Yeah. Corey virgins thinks don't die. To, <laughs> Corey thanks to Penga mm-hmm. and the rest of them, like, cause you always kind of expect it from like, Sean and Eric like as you get older you're like are are they good are they bad like in our minds are they good are they bad sort of deal and when you that part like solidified it for us he's like well I'm dead me too me Mm -hmm. three and then Corey's like well thank you Topanga (laughs) Sean actually says he's as thick as he could possibly be without dying that's and I was just like this is hilarious (laughs) oh boy yeah that that was yeah. yeah, sorry. That I was, that was just funny. That no, it's a good callback. Like, oh, it was very funny. I highly enjoyed that. Oh, that was great. So the last one I had is also one that you had, and of course mm-hmm. makes sense. It's graduation. See, this one, it's got its moments where it's kind of sad because all for me it was all Sean wants to do is leave, 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 leave. Why am I still here? We're done. We graduated basically yeah. already. What is there to learn? And then he basically figures out, oh, he's actually going to miss this place. And just the shot of him mm-hmm. sitting and just looking around by himself and taking it in. I'm like, yeah, because mm-hmm. that was so accurate in how it feels because you're just like, great. I'm so ready to just go out and be an adult and see what there is. But then you have those moments, like whether it's at graduation or those last couple of days where you kind of look around, and you're like, oh, wow. This has been my my place for how many years? And mm-hmm. now I don't know what I'm doing. It's it's kind of scary. <laughs> Maybe I should stay here. Yeah. yeah. So I enjoyed that moment with Sean. And then of course there was the Topanga and Tori moments. <laughs> Just solidifying how much Topanga's in control. Mm. There's a lot of things that annoyed me about this though. I mean, there was the whole is she going to go to Yale? She's not going to go to Yale. She doesn't go to go. She does not go to Yale because of Corey. And then later, spoiler, Feeney points out that he believes Topanga didn't go to Yale because she was scared. And I'm just like, that makes a lot more sense because no offense, Corey, but come on. Oh yeah. Yeah. I just, but in Girl Meets World, that when she sees Feeney again or at the end, like the end of Girl Meets World, spoiler, they're asking Feeney what they should do. Mm-hmm. And Feeney's like, well, I told you to go to Yale. And she said she had a better offer. I'm like, wait a second. That doesn't make sense. You offered Corey like this. You're just, no. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cause there's a whole thing where he's like, I don't get to ask her to marry me. I don't, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Come on, Topanga. You, you did all this. Yeah. I'm glad she did it to herself. It. They, they did kind of fix it though. When she got, yeah, they, when she go to NYU. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then I was like, okay, that I believe. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, graduation, it's, it's a good episode. Like I said, there's some sad moments in it that kind of get you in the feels, but this wasn't one that I, I'm like, I'm going to cry when I watch it and just, you know, like ready for the next thing to see what they're about to do. Yeah. I just, I think I like it number one, because of Sean and just that, that moment. And I feel like we were robbed of that 
Mm-hmm. Because do you remember on our last day, we didn't even get to stay the whole day. Do you remember mm-hmm. this? Like yeah. fourth period happened and we got an alert overhead saying y'all packing up and going home like we didn't even they like kicked us out of the high school we yeah. didn't even get to like savor the last moment in our mm-hmm. high school mm-hmm. yeah that's a whole nother mm. that was so annoying wasn't it because they thought we were going to do something they thought we were right gonna, yes because Mago thought we were going to do some sort of prank because mm-hmm. i mean aubrey was talking about pranks that whole last like month but no one had the guts to do anything and even so like the most she came up with that i recall was bringing a bunch of bouncy balls yep and letting and, them loose in the hall like yep that's not even like a thing like come on now that's a kid every, all the kids are going to collect they got bouncy balls and it's not like mm-hmm. they're going to be left there because everyone's going to be like, oh, this is hilarious. Let me steal one. It, it wasn't mm-hmm. even that big of a deal. And it would have been funny oh. if it had been done. It wouldn't have caused any harm or damage to the school. And the ones that could have caused damage or harm to the school were too lazy to actually do anything. That's for sure. No follow through there. There was, we had no follow through in our class. Crying out loud, we didn't even have a reunion. That's how little follow through our class had. Yeah, no reunions for 2006. Oh my goodness, this episode is making us go down memory lane. I know, stupid. (laughs) We need to get back on track. Boy meets world. (laughs) Okay, so anything else you want to add about graduation? No, because if I do, I'm going to go down memory lane again. (laughs) No problem. So to my list, I only have two on my list that we didn't talk about. Yeah. So the first, we're going to start with the, the one that's sad and angry at the same time. And then we'll, we'll end with the funny one. So yeah. the first one is the ski lodge episode. I don't remember what they call it in. I don't think I wrote it down in there, but there's, I think there's, there's a ski lodge episode and then there's kind of a follow-up on kind of what happens. Yeah. So they go on a ski trip to the Mount Sun Lodge in upstate New York or Massachusetts or wherever they went, Vermont, whatever. And yeah, okay. Corey, they get off the bus and Corey mm-hmm. breaks his ankle. Because of course he does. off the bus. Because of course he does. Corey. So Corey's stuck in the lodge while everyone goes skiing and he starts talking to the girl who's at the front desk because he has nothing else to do and she ends up falling for him. Of course. Actually, not of course. I don't know why she falls for Corey, but anyhow. I was going to say, are you sure you (laughs) want to use that word? Of course. No. Because in my mind, I I would not have said of course. (laughs) No, that's true. She really should have fell for Sean, but anywho. She falls for Corey and she causes this huge drama. And what's problem is Corey, he's been in love with Topanga for so long that it's like he has a brain fart and he's finally like, well, what if she's not for me? What if Mm -hmm. there's someone else Mm -hmm. out there? And he makes the mistake of going on a date with this girl after they were at the ski lodge and Topanga, Topanga puts him in a trap. This is the problem. I don't like like this about Topanga. Like I would never do this Mm -hmm. to whoever I'm dating. For some reason, us like females in general, back in the nineties, when we write things and early two thousands would put our boyfriends in traps. Mm -hmm. Like she said, 
Corey, if you feel like you need to go on a date with this girl, go on a date with this girl to figure out who you like better. Like that's what she said. But Sean that saw is a it. trap. Sean saw it. Poor Sean saw it. Yes. Sean knows. You tried to tell him. But... <laughs> he did. But but Corey's like, no, she told me I could. It's like, oh, Corey. No. Did you see her face? Did no. you see the way she said it? It's a trap. And it was. Um, this lodge girl put a her his head under her shirt. That was the weird, that was weird yeah you remember that yeah yeah so he goes on a date with her and then he comes back and he realizes that he is in love with Topanga after doing jelly beans on a scale which but the problem was Topanga is just distraught because she's like we're not getting back together you mm-hmm. felt like you had to go out and see if there was something better in the world instead of just trusting that you loved me mm-hmm. so I'm done Mm-hmm. And it was this horrible breakup, this horrible kind of motion. And I that's what like it led like into the worst and, and one. Sean. That was the worst one. Honestly, I mean, because after that, they never break up again. Well, they break up and they like, do, but in a noise. That's we'll get into that next. It's not really breakup, it's more of just not getting married. It just annoys me. Uh, anyway, but this one, this was horrible. Just the way that Topanga yeah. looked at him. Mm-hmm. And was just like, you know, I forgive you for talking to her. I forgive you for kissing her. I forgive you for all these things, but I will not forgive you for feeling like you had to go on a date with her to see how you mm-hmm. really feel. And I was just like, oh. every time when I know it's coming too, I'm just like frozen in, in space watching it. The horror is like a slow motion thing. And then how upset he gets and how she just hugs him. But it's like, no, you yeah. hurt me, and I, I'm not doing this with you anymore. And yeah, yeah it's literally the worst yeah. breakup. It is, but it, it's also that point where I'm like, Topanga, you, it's Corey. Corey takes you literally. If you're gonna tell him you can do something, he's gonna do it. Yeah, that was not fair. I agree. That was not fair yeah. at all. They should have actually talked it out a little bit more. They should alone versus yes, all these public scenes and. Yeah, it was, oh, it was so horrible. So that's, that was their worst breakup ever. And they've broken up many a times over the years. Mm-hmm. But as Corey calls it in Girl Meets World, it was almost the end of America's Sweethearts. Mm-hmm. It was not the yeah. end. They end up getting back together. I mean, you know, yep. they get married and have kids and yada, yada. But it, it was, it's definitely probably the most significant episode in season five when it comes to the Corey and Topanga relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. There's even a point, I remember when they haven't gotten back together yet, but there's even a point where, but this is where Corey believes, like after all this, he believes I will be with Topanga forever. Yes. It's never going to change. And I even remember where when Sean comes to him at his locker and he says, dude, it's not happening. Mm-hmm. And Corey's like, wow, I never thought I'd see the day where I'm the only one who believes this. Yep. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. that scene and like that even got me. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh dear Lord yeah get back together like back when I never watched it before mm-hmm. yeah when you didn't know yeah <laughs> when you didn't know mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah so that's that's what I wanted to definitely mention they're not my favorite I can't I don't like to watch them they hurt my heart no. but they, they're very significant to talk about for this season now what I do like to watch and laugh at mm-hmm. is called the girlfriends club so yeah. Sean has gotten rid of his black book which <laughs> 
Corey's aunt was in it. I found that so funny when they were looking through the black book. But anyways, oh, come on, it's Sean. I know. Let's be real. So Sean. So Sean finally got rid of his black book. He has Angela in his life and all, uh, well, not all of his ex-girlfriends, but three specific Mm ex-girlfriends come along and they're like, he's gonna hurt Angela. Like they're trying to convince Angela that he is bad news. Yeah, but she won't believe him, believe them. And I don't think they realized that they actually went through a hump with them dating for two weeks and then all this stuff in between to actually get to dating. Exactly. So they're supposed to meet up for a date and these three girls kidnap Sean, tie him up in a boathouse to get him to stand up Angela. Well, and the only girlfriend I remember is Jennifer Bassett, right? Jennifer? Yeah, Mm -hmm. Jennifer Bassett. If you don't Mm -hmm. remember Jennifer Bassett, she was the uptight, snooty yacht girl who Mm -hmm. made Corey and him break up pretty much. Mm -hmm. And she, Corey calls her a monster. And this episode is just so funny because of everything that happens, but it's also so cool to see like Sean is like, I trying to convince them that he's changed, that he's going to do better by Angela and all these things. Angela She's kind of hurt at first until she figures out that he's getting held by these girls and exactly. like goes and gets him and stands up to these girls. But it's just, I just love this episode. I think it's just kind of funny when these girls kind of mm-hmm. go after him. Yeah, it's a fun episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then doesn't Topanga's there too, right? Like she's like the hidden mystery guest or something. She comes out of the darkness. Cause I think this is Valentine's yeah. Day. It is, but I don't remember her being a part of it. No, and I just I just remember she just was randomly there at the end. That's all I remember. Yeah, that's true. This was by the time Angela had shown up and, and came to rescue him and all that. Yeah. But anywho, it's a good episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Oh, goodness. Season five. Uh, and Okay, so we said this is a pivotal episode, a pivotal season, which it is. But as you can tell, like some of the episodes we talked about, we talked about less episodes than we had in previous seasons because a lot of the episodes in between are just kind of getting ridiculous. Yeah, they start to be more fillers than lessons. Yeah, Yeah. more fillers than lessons. And as we go into next episode next week, we're getting into season six and seven. And uh, to be honest, I feel like they just kind of did them to finish it. I feel like they didn't put much of the original <sighs> Boy Meets World into season six and seven. Yeah, thank so just to, to say. you. Thank yeah, you Samantha's say. gonna be talking a lot next episode. <laughs> there are some good moments, but there are. There's a lot of nonsense in my yeah. opinion. Whenever, why do I feel when like the '90s sitcoms go to college, it just becomes nonsense? Like that's what happened with Saved by the Bell. Yeah. I know there was a couple others that was just well even Sabrina they went to cut she like moved out of the house and then she kind of had her own thing yeah uh and it was but it was not terrible mind you because I enjoyed the new characters they brought in yeah but it definitely had a different vibe like the vibe changes once they move out of the house well when they go to college it kind of has to change Mm -hmm. but I mean I haven't watched it in a while but I don't feel like it went this weird no, I think mm, yeah. Boy Meets Wall is some special kind of special. Well, well, we'll talk about 
talk about it, about it next episode. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming. I hope you enjoyed listening about season five. Let us know what your favorite moments are from season five down in the comments, in our Instagram posts. I'm sorry I haven't been posting much. I've actually been sick from my COVID shot. So I finally like have my color back and my enthusiasm <laughs> back. So I'm sorry about that. So you'll see me soon. Oh, should I tease what I'm about to do? Yes. Yes. Go for it. So I have decided we've been trying every once in a while we're trying to figure out like what else can we do for you guys what else can we give our pixie dusters for content other than us just talking about stuff and one of my favorite things to do if you have not realized or have not been a part of the podcast long is I love to read and I was reading the other week and I realized that the last four books I finished were all Hyperion Disney publishing books So I have come up with our own, my own mini segment that I'm going to be doing called Book Dragon Reviews. Mm -hmm. And yes, I'm a book dragon, not a worm. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm very excited to be doing that. Mm -hmm. I have all of the, I have the four books outlined. Now that I'm a, I'm alive again, I'm going to start filming and hopefully within the next couple weeks, you are going to be hearing me talk about some reviews of some new books, some of the books. And even one is brand new. I didn't realize it was brand new when I, when I read it. So it's newer Mm -hmm. on the shelves from Disney. So I'm really excited about that. Yes, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be so much fun. Mm -hmm. And you should be looking out for us in the night. What what did you say? September, October? Yeah. We're going to get that starring. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll let you know the exact date when it's going to air, but we told you a couple weeks ago we are going to be guest starring in an episode on another Disney podcast called The Disney Underground. That will be in either September or October. We'll let you know when we get the date. Yes. So yeah, Mm -hmm. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, find us. Yes. I'm guessing our links are in the comments below or in the description below. Yeah, I always put information with the our handle at Pixie Dustin's podcast Woo. for Instagram. There's a link for Limitless Broadcasting with info about all of the podcasts. Mm-hmm. There's a donation link on there and information about our Patreon account, I believe is also in the show notes. And Woo. your donations are appreciated and can get you cool things like hanging out with us. Yeah. So please make sure you check that out as well. Yeah, see you next week. Bye, Bye-bye. Pixie Dusters. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins, Sammy and Ashley. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon.